Welcome back to Black Girl Brunch. Welcome back to Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank you so much for tuning in to another fun episode. What are you laughing at? I was thinking all those crazy things. Also, before Eric said, like, no sound, I was reading the thing on, like, this same page I told me. And it was like, I don't know how many times I had to say this. This woman is my heart and my dick. It's what? Like, it's like, me. People don't know what to say. Like, they just want to be like, crazy. I love her, but she's also very sexy. But also saying anything crazy. Like, people don't talk like that. Like, I just will live for shit like that. Also, I was laughing because because I was going to take a, try to take another bite of my food. And I just imagine no. Eric being like, damn, big ass. <laughs> also, those are lentils. You're going to have to slurp. And it's, and it's going to be audible. And then that person who sent us that review <laughs> going to fucking lose it. <laughs> it was just so much stuff going on in my head, and it was too quiet. And and it, was, it took me back to school, like, when you want to laugh so hard and you can't. I was like, oh, wow. I remember that. That was really slavery. Like, back in the day when you wanted to laugh with your friends and the teacher was just staring at you. It's like, I'm even as an adult now, and I work with students, I be like, just get it out. Like, just laugh. You know, laugh at whatever y'all laughing at. It makes me laugh that y'all are laughing. And then student, teachers back in the day would be strict as shit. They, they would so be like, mean. why are you enjoying this? Yeah, also, <laughs> why are like, you happy? So many things uh, teachers did gave me, like, complexes. Yeah, oh, oh that my I had gosh. to learn. And then like I thought like maybe I'll grow up and like I'll get no, I'm a grown up. I work with students and I'm like, no, a lot of them was bullshitting. This is like laughing, it's nothing wrong with it. It's just a laugh. Like I'd be cracking up, especially when something quiet. Like my head was just going so crazy. Like I was like reading that and then I was like, I just heard in my head also I heard me slurping the lentils and yeah. Eric being like, damn. <laughs> yeah, he was like, come on now, that definitely classifies as noise. But um, speaking of slurping, um, uh, we're back, <laughs> we're back. Um, and GoFundMe has given us a large portion of our money. Finally, they freed the, the they freed the funds. I'm so excited, and it all has been transferred to my Cash App, which is separate from my um personal funds. So I will be using the card for um. Like buying the uh the stuff like yes. the supplies and stuff. Right? So what we're gonna do is we're gonna uh spend this week planning dates, but it looks like our fundraiser is officially going to be next uh weekend or next week sometime. We're thinking next Saturday and Sunday. So um look out for more details on that. And I'm just so excited. And again, we'll be able to really talk shit once this is all over with, but we are thankful for everyone who was patient. And yes. Thank y'all so much yes. for like not hounding us or like, yeah. you know, saying like, we were yeah. stressed and feeling very just like it was our fault, even though it wasn't. So mm-hmm. for the people who just kind of made it really simple and just was like, you know, y'all keep going and, or it said nothing. That was also really, really appreciated. Yeah. Thank you. That means a lot. Like yeah. for a lot of y'all to not know us, like for real, for real, on a personal level and just like trust, trust. us. Cause I know yeah. it's like very hard. Um, Especially nowadays, people are just being so fishy and they're, they're using um, good causes to make bad decisions. Mm-hmm. So I really, really, really appreciate, uh, the trust um so let's get into our fave four um so tomorrow sabri and i and my cousin we're all going to the beach 
We're going to social social distance. I checked out the beaches website, and they're doing whatever they can to kind of. Like, I didn't even know beaches had website. You really is you really that bull. No, I'm really. I was like, let's see, what's the parking lot? What time does the beach open? When does public safety come? Like, I need to know. It's a ten mile long beach, so it's more than enough space to social distance. And we're going on a Wednesday in the morning, so I hope yeah, that. like, and it's people that still have to work. Yeah, it is. And unfortunately, like these tour tour type of cities, they are taking such a hit. So I'm like, it'll be nice to just, you know, go be safe and get some lunch and most importantly, get the fuck out the house. Yeah, like, and I haven't been to a beach in years. I've been last time I was in the beach, I, I went to Cape Cod last summer. Um, but I miss the beach. I love it. I love yeah, you're a very beachy so, person. So, so much. I'm hoping to take a nap on the beach tomorrow. Oh, yes. I can't. Oh, my gosh. The last time I went to the beach, the person I went with, neither one of us had towels. And we was just, I forgot what we was laying on. It was very I'm going to bring my blanket ghetto. in addition to the, the uh, what's the name? I got my beach towel on and it matched my outfit. It got, it's pink. Oh, shit. Sorry. I just realized I have to put my beach towel in the dryer. Oh, yeah. I have home. stuff that I bought that I do need to wash at Charles. Okay. We I have was, to wash that tonight. I was thinking about that. I was like, I love having a friend that has a washer and dryer. Oh, yeah. Because I really be banging a bag of dirty clothes. See? <laughs> Yes. I'm like, I don't see when the sleep's going to happen tonight. We're supposed to be up and out real early, but I'm like, we're going to have to push that back a little bit. I still got to do my hair. Like, yeah, me too. Crazy. crazy well, I don't crazy. even know if I want to take out my hair tonight. No, I shouldn't. Yeah, you should take it out tonight. Um, or early in the morning. But uh, because inspired by what we're doing tomorrow, our faith for it is like, you know, Four things you can do this summer while quarantine because, you know, typically summer is a time for festivities and gatherings and fun. And it's like, this is not going to be um, that summer. It's just not. Uh, I have my Get bir- real. Yeah, get real. My birthday's next month and I'm already <clears throat> settling with the fact that I'm not going to really, you know, be able to do much. And that's fine. But there's still some things you can do. So what are your four, you know... Corona-friendly summer activities. Backyard barbecue. Woo! Um, we just we got our backyard done, so it is really nice back there. And I just want to be back there while um, my dad barbecues and, you know, with my feet up um, on the uh, couch back there, you know, eating a glizzy. <laughs> <laughs> you know I love that. I've been obsessed ever since I heard the people from D.C. call hot dogs glizzies. That is so weird because here, glizzy is a gun. Yeah, but <laughs> the one guy, when he was talking to me about what they call hot dogs, he's like, you call it a glizzy, a glock, or a slammer. <laughs> you niggas are different, and that's Yo, what I'm going to say. So me and Kiki now, whenever we see something like a glizzy or a glock, we like, yo, that shit is so fucking funny to call a hot dog a glizzy. Like, why? That is, and we might hear that tomorrow. Oh, I love, oh yeah, because we're going to be, we're going to be near them Baltimore niggas. Ooh. I'm trying to find me uh, somebody from the wire. Not me, but I'll pass, but. I love it. Um, yeah, I'll pass. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, you were talking about backyard barbecuing. Yeah, bar- backyard barbecues. Also, I mentioned beach days. I feel yes. like I should probably and just go out in nature in general. Um, also, suntanning in the park. 
Mm. I want to push the limits and see how dark I can get this summer. Because I am, my tans always be like, I want my whole <laughs> body to be, you know. Um, also, picnic. Yay. I feel like that would, <laughs> I feel like that would be nice. I haven't had a picnic since, I haven't like done a picnic since, oh my gosh, time is jumbling. Because I don't remember if, because I remember we had a surprise picnic with, when Peter, we, I thought he was not in America, and then he surprised me. I was like, oh, I'm American. I'm American. I'm in America. <laughs> um, I don't remember if that was after I went on a um, picnic with um, my cousin, because uh, that was on East. I remember that was when we first got Rocco. Actually, I think the last time I went to picnic was a Peter. Because I remember that was the day I got Rocco. Oh. That's a memorable ass day. It was Easter. Surprise picnic, Easter and a dog? Yeah, it was Easter. I think it was a 2017 or 18. I think it was 18. Yeah, 2018. Mm-hmm. We got Shummy. <laughs> oh, I remember him. His fat self. He all big now. I know. But um, no. Great fade four. For me, the first one is going outside and reading a book. Okay, so that's just been one of the things I seen while I was like walking and running, like so many people like going outside and reading a book, doing yoga, just doing shit under a tree Mm -hmm. and being and like letting time be like endless, because I feel like that's one of the beautiful things about right now is like, okay, obviously it's terrible that each day feels like this and the other, but we are also used to having this like tight ass schedule. Like now you could just stay out there in the park for hours as long as it's not too hot and it's like nobody's business um second like think about like some type of sports you can play while still dis- distance with a friend like mm-hmm. my cousin and I we're gonna start playing um golf I mean sorry not golf we're gonna start playing tennis but we see it's a golf course down the street from us and we see people socially distance playing uh golf but we're gonna do tennis uh it's just a public court it's not like we have one on our property or anything like that another thing you can do is ride bikes like I don't know if, if people live in areas like Philly but you can like rent bikes for nothing just like you know go take take off and do something like that just that way you can stay fit mm-hmm. third I know you said backyard barbecue but I'm gonna take it a step further and say <laughs> get on a grill yourself because I did that for the first time that's scared the- I did I grilled for the first time because like it's one thing to be like yes it is great to eat outdoors but get some charcoal Get some lighter fluid and do it yourself. This, the grill that my dad got is different. It's propane, right? I guess. Yeah. So it's like supersonic. Yeah, I used to deal with propane grills like at QVC. They are a lot scarier. You have to watch your eyebrows. But yeah, I'll leave that up to him because also he's taller. So I feel like I will be close to. And I, for some, this is so weird. I have this, I never said it out loud, but I had this weird fear of my eyeballs being melted down. Yeah. That's why, like, I don't. That is a weird fear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why I, like, don't cook. If I wear my contacts, I don't cook in them. Like, I take, or I don't want, to, if it's like hot, I don't want to go outside in them. It's very weird. Yeah, I mean, dude, that I Who wish I could like sympathize, but I, mean, I do. I just never, yeah, I never thought of that one. I always think about that. I'm like, my eyes, my eyes. But also, like, I live in a cartoon world. I know Eric said I don't have to be close to the mic to talk, but I can't help it. I know. Me too. I keep inching up towards it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I always wanted to grill. 
my whole life, and each time, like, it was for a serious cookout, so it was like, you're not going to let no amateur get on the grill for that. Yeah, that's crazy. I have no urge. Probably because, like, I'm so spoiled by my dad doing it. I just always wanted to see, to, like, when my mom was, you know, I'm a fire bug, and my mom was playing with the fire and stuff. I was like, I want to do it. I have no desire to do that. And also, go outside at night for activities. Like, I know that sounds crazy. That's very true. But nighttime in the summer, because, you know, it's really, really hot during the day. You don't want to go outside. I sometimes forget that I'm allowed to go outside at a certain yeah, time. Yeah, that's why also I'm proud of you, too, for, like, taking this, like, us going to the beach in Maryland. Because I remember you said you always feel like you're not allowed to go out of state with your car. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I know you I really like be- believe, or something. believe that. And so the fact that you're taking this step, like people don't understand. Because you don't even be going to Jersey. No. I don't like to drive. I really don't. So I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Um, But okay. yeah, I like the other day, my cousin and I, we like went out to the river at nighttime and we just like sat there and like we're talking and stuff. And then the other night, like me and you, we walked to the playground and we just sat there and like talked. So, or we sit on the porch and talk at nighttime. It's like, it's a way to get outside without being in the heat. Yeah. So, yeah, that's our fave four uh, for this week. And we're moving on in to Toast for Assist. Okay. And Jesus Christ, I'm such an amateur. Like, I didn't, I didn't save the person. Here we go. So, we want to give a shout out to our mutual who just dropped Body Gloss Cosmetics. Yes. Um, we just, I'm just so, her name's Kenya, and she dropped Body Gloss, which is like a shimmer yes. for your body. And you know, when it's summertime and you showing your arms and you showing your legs and you showing your titties, like you want them to be shimmery. Like when you're summertime fine and you look like a dime. When you're summertime fine. <laughs> who said that again? Freaky. <laughs> Yo, that really used to be in my head that one summer because you kept saying it. Me and my mom always say it. <laughs> but yes, so it's body gloss and it's like 100% natural, uh, paraben-free, and it's non-toxic, organic, <coughs> handmade, vegan, all of the above. Yes, so, and I was looking at the ingredients like, oh, cr- Yes, and like I'm looking at like a picture of a black girl wearing it right now, and it's just like the glow. Yeah, that you and I want. definitely need that serum because I need a serum of some sort. Yeah, so the face. Why not a black owned one? Yes, the face serum is still in uh in uh what's the word? I about to say in custody. That's not the word. <laughs> coming soon. It's still in stock. It's, oh, coming <laughs> stock. Yeah, because I saw some stuff coming soon. Yes, but the body gloss <laughs> she actually sold out of it. That is so good to hear. Yeah, she's so out of it. So it's just so cool. Like when you follow people on Twitter and then they say, I have an idea. And next thing you know, they drop it. Yeah, because she's been talking about it for a very long time. And I'm so happy that she's been able to idealize it. It's so great to see. We love to see it. We love to hear it. We love to support it. Yes, much love to Kenya. We're definitely part of the Kenya Hive. Period. Okay, Um. another uh. Another person we want to uh, just shine a spotlight on is Naya Rivera. Mm-hmm. Um, just we have to pray for sis. It that news was just so devastating. Yeah, I'm still like in, in disbelief, complete and utter disbelief, and just I feel so bad for um, her family and friends because of the wait and how long and how tragic this has all been. 
um, I sent my love to her like her child because it was just so apparent that she was like in love with her son. Mm-hmm. Um, and authorities were saying that what looks like ha- what looks like happened is that she mustered up her last bit of strength to get her child on that boat. And how like mothers are amazing anyway, but how much respect can you have for someone who takes their last bit of life to save their child? So it's like a true hero. I'm sorry that that happened to her, but I'm just like. Got to respect her for that. Mm-hmm. Also, just put some respect on her career's name. Today, someone was highlighting that she had a 30-year-long career. What the hell? Because she was on Family Matters. She's been acting since she was three years old, modeling since she was three. She's on so many shows. And she was, like, on a Bernie Mac show. She was in, like, Omarion's video. Oh, yeah, I She was, like, Omarion one of video. those girls that were, like, every... That was B2K video. Oh, okay, cool. So I saw a clip with her and Omarion. Yeah, it was B2K. But, like... She was somebody who was everywhere, yet we just, you know, she was just heavily involved. It was this clip. She was on Arsenio Hall show, and he was like, you're so pretty, you should model. She's like six, and she was like, I've already done that. <laughs> so just sending prayers to her family and friends. Um, Next up for Tea Time, Mariah Carey is going to drop a memoir. Yes! I am so... So excited. Time to learn how to read. <laughs> well, if you don't if you don't want to learn how to read, um, there's she's gonna drop the audible and she's gonna narrate. Oh it. my gosh, my dream. She's I would love to hear herself. her. I would love to hear her. You know it's gonna be extra. I, I don't wanna read the book. I want her to tell me. <laughs> I want her to tell me what happened. True. Um, I love memoirs because there's no speculation. This is what happened. And in your own words. It's going to be over two decades worth of tea that we just never knew. Because I know she has some stuff that we like, what? You, Mariah? Yeah, and I also feel like Mariah Carey is a person who is uh, protective over, like, her mental health. Mm-hmm. And she, I think she goes through a lot, but because of the stigma, she doesn't let people know. And because she is so glamorous, I think people just assume that glamorous people can't. Like, suffer. Yeah, because, like, I have, like, tell me to think about it. I don't really know much about Mariah Carey life. Yeah, honestly. And I kind of liked it. Yeah, you kind of like it, but I also, I like, I know that she went through some things. And now that she's over it and ready to share, like, I'm absolutely ready to listen. All I know about Mariah Carey is that she dates a lot of people. <laughs> Queen. And again, very much similar to myself. <laughs> Can't complain about that one. But now I want to know more about her family life. So the um the book is going to be called or the memoir is going to be called The Meaning of Mariah Carey. <laughs> I thought honestly before I even knew the name, I thought it was going to be The Makings of Mariah Carey cuz The Makings of Mimi or something like The that. Makings of Me. <laughs> People, women, divas love the makings of. (laughs) Yeah, she is so obsessed with, like, how she became to be Mariah Carey. Because I feel like even she is like, can you believe that I'm Mariah Carey? (laughs) Like, can you believe that I am just who I am and people love it? I think she's shook. Um, She said, this book is composed of my memories, my mishaps, my struggles, my survival, and my songs. Period. I'm so excited. I can't wait for her to read it. Uh, so the book was written by Ma- Michaela Angela Davis. 
I'm not sure who that is, but shouts to her. <laughs> what a name. Yeah. And Mariah says, I said, yeah. And Mariah said, uh, the, the memoir, the audio book version will be interwoven with special musical components. And in celebration of her 30th anniversary of Mariah Carey's self-titled album. I'm standing so hard right now. We've had Mariah Carey for 30 years. I cannot believe it. She, that's, (laughs) I just love that she is just a character in her own story. (laughs) What age would you like to be when you write your memoir? Because I feel like you got to wait till you're old enough, but you also don't want to die. True. I don't know. I have no idea. I never thought about that. I would say. I feel like I have overshared on the internet for so long that it's just, (laughs) if anybody want to write my memoir, they could. I mean, it's so many things. It's things that I don't tell, but I feel like it's really no point if you just look up the old post. He's like, my page is public. That's the memoir. Yeah. It's really, I feel like it would not be like. (gasps) You know why? Because I've been thinking about when is it going to be appropriate for us to start talking about the Beyonce biopic, right? It's not now because we know for a fact that Beyonce is still unlocking levels of herself. Yeah, she's not done. She's very young, you know? This is so... It's not random, but since we're talking about Beyonce, I didn't realize You're My Rock was not on any album. Like... It was just a single. Yeah. You love that song. I fucking love it. And I was looking for it because I made a slideshow for my Sims today. No. you, no. you ain't see how folks you no, gotta you see it. You to use I use it. But the way I had to get it. Bird. So I had <laughs> so I was looking for it on Spotify and I was looking there for it on Apple Music. And I'm like, where the fuck is it? I'm like, and then I started thinking, it's so many Beyonce songs that I know that are mm-hmm. not like a f- I'm like, I did not put two and two together when I was cause back then, looking for music, you had to go on YouTube for shit anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I never realized that it wasn't like a solid like yeah, track. So, yeah, I thought I swore it was on four. I thought it was on. You burnt me a CD and you put that song on there. <laughs> I fucking love that song. I thought it was on I am. Cause okay. cause that's why you're beautiful. Um, you're right. Satellites. Um, Satellites was so good. I'm sorry. And what other songs I listened mm. to today? Um, what. Sorry, after I figure out what song I was listening to today, then we will move on from this. <laughs> but, um... No, what? that's... I, did, I swore Oh, yeah. Smash Into You. That's my shit. Smash Into You, yeah. We used to be dramatic <laughs> and shit in the car. But I, I want to do an interpretive dance to that song. Me too, I love that song. So I thought all those was together <laughs> on I Am. I'm just picturing our interpretive being <laughs> sloppy and shit. We be like falling all up. We be bumbling into you. But wait, hold up. I used to be a praise dancer. I don't got no experience. <laughs> and I'm clumsy. I just popped my sandal getting out the car. Like, come on. <laughs> but yeah, I was just thinking like, I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Like, it's just so many things that she does that I'm so just like. So many things. Huh? Have you listened to Black Parade? Yeah, I did listen so, to So, listening to that song has made it very clear to me that 
Beyonce is getting real experimental with her sound. It's actually reminded me of when Michael Jackson used to like beatbox, like, and he would put his own beatboxing on the track. <laughs> She's starting to use her voice like drums, like in, like an instrument. Yeah, because then you, you listen know? to that stuff and then listen to because like, I was like I I was listening to Smashing to You and That's Why You Beautiful Today and You're My Rock and I'm like that stuff sounds so much different than like her stuff yeah. now. Like I feel like her that was like very pretty, very like ballad. E, yes. And I feel like now she like punching, like she punching them, like she yeah. like being shit. That shit coming from her she, gut. And she's giving us some shit we never heard. I think it's because it's like, she's like, y'all already know I can sing. Mm-hmm. And I can, not only can I sing so good that like I sung it good the first time, I'm redoing shit like Crazy in Love and all these other songs. Like I'm, I'm maximizing, making them way more intricate than what they were before. And now I'm going to start getting unique. Like, even that little, okay, and like Savage Remix, it's like Beyonce is just using her voice in so many weird ways. So it's not time for her biopic yet. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I was asking that question because I'm like, well, I wonder what year, what, when am I done? Because getting a biopic done for you is like, okay, you, you're you old? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like for me that there's no need to have one. I just don't feel like for I'm. Beyonce? No, for like for me personally. Yeah, I want a memoir about, for I, sure. I feel like there's no need for me to have a memoir or a biopic. I want to have a memoir because I'm gonna get over something. I'm like when I get over this hump, I'm a, and I start experiencing the next part of my life. I feel like I'm gonna want to share it. But yeah. I also feel like when you do a memoir, it should be not about. I'm gonna tell y'all my story. And when y'all hear my story, y'all going to cry and break down. Like, okay, I'm sorry that, you know, never mind, we'll say something. I'm just sorry that my life isn't as crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, but I'm, it's growth because I caught myself. I'm so happy. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you in the car. Um, But anyway, like, it don't have to be this Harriet Tubman story. Like, yeah, I could just, no. <laughs> I'm sorry that, like, my struggles in life were you know, crippling anxiety and, like, trying to defeat capitalism. But I feel like for one one day, that's going to resonate with somebody. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of people who have autobiographies where it's not that crazy. Yeah, like, I don't want... I Like, to me, one of my worst nightmares would be seeing, a like, a movie of me. That would, <laughs> I don't need a movie. That is so humiliating. <laughs> Because I feel like I don't need to see the mistakes I made again. <laughs> also, I feel like a, a biopic, no. Like, I could, for me, I don't need one. I'm not doing nothing that spectacular. And the thing is, is I did have one. At least that would be a role for Lil Pepe. Like, she could play me. Opportunity away from her. But I don't want it. <laughs> Not little baby. Little baby gotta get her big break. No, but I picture you know when kids be acting like somebody, and there's always a little kid, they be in a room and they be like, oh happy days. <laughs> oh, they're like, oh, that little girl got a big voice. She gonna be something. What's your name? She be like, Sabrina. <laughs> but the, but the paper. <laughs> like, wait now. But the, 
<laughs> but then she go through her golf phase and she start painting her nails black and shit. person who play your mind be like Sabria it's lady sevenfold <laughs> that's so weird. yeah I understand why you don't want to see it cause I was, I was not the, I was a dorky kid so I'm like it's okay it is nothing really to tell I mean it's tough to tell but it ain't movie where they had to milk the shit out of it yeah. to make it like people be hooked to it and I don't want that I don't want that manipulation yeah. but you can't say that that wouldn't be the person that played me <laughs> So do you, you know who Lil Pepe actually is, right? Who me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause that's I why heard, I picked, yeah. That, yeah. That's why that's, I said her. That's why it's so funny. Because <laughs> that's exactly who could play me. I love Lil Pepe so much. Shouts to her. Me too. That's that's who could literally. She looked like me when I was a kid. <laughs> oh my god. And I'm sorry to take that role away from her. Oh but. my god. That is so fucking funny, yo. Shouts to Lil Pepe and her iconic video of her eat putting her mac and cheese down to dance. Um, Again, me. <laughs> we want to give a shout out to the new Batwoman, okay? So apparently Ruby Rose left her role as Batwoman and people were very, very uh, shocked by that. But when the door closes for one person, it opens up for the rightful owner. And that is Javisha Leslie. She is CW's new Batwoman. And I'm really excited because, you know, she's a biracial woman. And she was saying this really excites her. I mean, biracial. <laughs> Guess what I was trying to say. What was you trying to say? Guess. Bisexual? <laughs> She's not biracial. She's bisexual. She's a bisexual woman. And Me she said this is a lie. I was Asian. <laughs> she said she's honored to join a groundbreaking show, which has been such a trailblazer for the LGBTQ plus community. Um, so it's really nice uh, to have two of those things represented and one human being. And she's gorgeous. Like, honestly, I can't. I can't get over it. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm still trying to recover from... That laugh. Um, Me too. Look at her. Whew. Right? She's so bad. She looks good. Mm-hmm. So she pl- she describes her caribou as likable. Her what? Her character. You said caribou. No, I didn't. <laughs> you lying, you now did. you're just bullshitting. I'm going to say the tapes will show what I said. Yeah, you said her caribou. No, I didn't. <laughs> Maybe I did because I'm trying to... I was looking at the word likable. <laughs> No, I did. You say no, babe. (laughs) No, I'm looking at the word likable, and I'm like, that sounds exactly like a blend of character and likable. (laughs) Caricable. Her caricable um, (laughs) is said to be likable, messy, a little goofy, and untamed. Mood. Yeah, I'm about to say, uh, this literally sounds like me. (laughs) Likable, messy, a little goofy, and untamed. Definitely relatable. I, what, what is it going to come on again? CW. CW. Okay. I wish it was on Netflix. You know what? I might not be tuning in, but I am happy <laughs> for that. <laughs> oh, shit. Why not? I 
just feel like my TV can't go to the CW. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that. Like, it's I was say, I feel like I feel like I look for it and it's not there. Do you feel like when I don't know <laughs> if you used to watch like the Grammys and Oscars and stuff, but it'd be like you be like, what channel is it on? How I get the channel? How I get the ABC? That's how I feel. And I feel like nobody in my house know what channel is CW. No. And then the thing is, when I do watch, like, shows that come on cable, like, come on, like, those standard stations, like Law & Order or Grey's Anatomy, I always watch it on, like, a Hulu or something. Yeah, that's how so I So bring it to Hulu, bring, bring it to the streaming services. I don't know if they have or have it. I will try. I there. will try so hard. <laughs> Get out of here, because now you just turned this. Girl, Fenty skin is coming. I saw it, and I'm so... I hope that shit is good. Oh, Rihanna knows how to get us. She was using the products on her own face, and that made me excited. And I just... They look so clean. I just want... I would love to just be able to use Fenty everything. Fenty literally everything. I've got some... If, if one thing... One thing about me... Is I do not change up my products and I don't really like trying a lot of foundations and stuff. I've really in my comfort zone with stuff mm-hmm. like that. Especially my one comfort zone product is setting powder, like banana powder, like the yellow powder. Because mm-hmm. that's what I use for my under eye. And the one that I was using for years was by Sasha Cosmetics, which is black owned. I still recommend it, it's a great powder. But you have to order it online. It's not sold in store. And I just was like, okay. I was very nervous mm. to try the Fenty one. And when I say that's the only one that I use now, like, mm. I love that powder. I yeah, I like it too. By it. I really like it. So I'm like, come on. I want to be able to use Fenty everything. When I saw the toner and I saw her put the toner on with her hands, I'm like, yeah, that's how you know it's a real it's a real good join. It's an essence. So it looks like she's probably going to come out with a cleanser, toner, serum, and moisturizer for the jump, which is like the standard package. Yeah. But I'm, for me, skincare is a little different, right? Everyone's skin is so, so, so different. And it's rare that somebody with extremely dry skin and somebody with extremely oily skin can use the same things. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what are the ingredients going to be like? Who's going to be doing what? And how can I work for you is my actual that that's the number one question. How can I be part of this? Because everyone knows I love skincare and I love Rihanna and I love Fenty. I love every single thing she does. I that I feel like Rihanna is creating dream jobs for people like me. Yep, yep. I saw the other day that Fenty was looking for a copywriter. And I'm like, dude, can you imagine how fun it would be to be a copywriter for Fenty? Every time I think of a copywriting job, I, did you watch Mad Men? A little bit. Because I always think about Mad Men every time. Because that was like the big, like back then. Yeah. You, that shit was big advertising. Business, boy. That's big bucks. Yeah. And I just, every time I think of, because also like watching that put in perspective like what a copywriter does. Exactly. And honestly, that show, like as somebody who's into like that field, like that's my field pretty much. Like it really gave me a solid understanding of like why they do what. Yo, I wonder if that's still on Netflix because Mammon was such a good I stopped watching show. and it was amazing. No, that show I don't know was, what the fuck was wrong with me. That show was good as shit. And it had some top tier actors. Yes. What's the main guy's name? John Ham. Damn. You said this ain't hard as fuck. <laughs> John Ham. 
Uh, who is not tall, by the way? Oh my that's gosh, really, this is so that's embarrassing. Crazy. I got a story. So when I when I lived in oh, New York, oh no. I was moving in. I was moving back in for the summer, and my parents were helping me move in. And um, I, it was in New York. Obviously, it's a lot of celebrities. So I saw John Hamm across the street from my building walking. My fucking dad says, "Hey, hey, John." Oh no! But he, but he. He like what well, he waved. He waved. He was very nice. I was like, <laughs> "You gotta be shitting me, right?" <laughs> you gotta watch your dick. See, be the type to be like, "Hey, yo, Jigga, come here real quick." You like, bro? No, you get that boundaries. Like you can't just. He but like, my man, come here. He really called this man John. <laughs> Too close for comfort. That <laughs> physical pain. Like, this is actually beyond me. I was the call, so... You don't call John uh, him. I was so... <laughs> you ever seen... Um, You may not have seen Russell Brand stand-up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Definitely a wild card here. But um, when he was talking to Mila Kunis, she kept saying, my boyfriend, Mac... My boyfriend Mac, my boyfriend Mac, and when she when he saw her boyfriend, her boyfriend was Macaulay Culkin. She's like, "That's not." He was like, "That's not fucking Mac. That's Macaulay. Culkin. Don't refer to him as Mac." Like, and I don't like that either. Like, you know damn well that's Macaulay Culkin. Like, don't be like, but, "Yeah, my my guy." But Mac. also saying Macaulay, that sound. No, she should be like my boyfriend Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Each time, don't go Mac. Because then when you when you see Mac, you Macaulay. think it's going to This man, first name really Macaulay. He probably was like, Mac, I insist. But, like, imagine picturing Mac in your head. For me, Mac is like a surfer. And then... But also, I was thinking about Mac Miller. Yeah. Okay. Or even that type of person. And then it's the kid from Home Alone, all grown up, dating Mila Kunis. Macaulay. Child, please. I, that would have took me out. What were we talking about? Fenty skin. Uh, <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> no. Shit getting different tonight. We need to go to the beach. <laughs> How? <laughs> Fenty skin's going to be fantastic. Um, Can't wait to see the oh, clinicals. So sorry. <laughs> no, okay. I understand how we got there because it starts talking about Kelly. <laughs> Copywriters, copywriters and then I the madmen. Yeah, you're dead. <laughs> wow, shit really get crazy. Let's talk about Will and Jada. Um, let's get entangled real quick. Let's just have the conversation. <laughs> um, honestly, we we we've been covering this. This is our third week in a row covering this story. Yeah, right? like what new developments every week. Uh, first it was you know August making the the comment. About him and Jada just having a relationship and Will giving permission. <laughs> what you Sorry. laughing for? Because <laughs> I was about to no, I gotta be sleeper. It's like, what? I was about to say, damn, I smell like pig feet. <laughs> so I remember when I was a kid, my mom used to make pig feet and I used to be so sad. <laughs> oh my God. No. Pickled pig feet. It's real. You making it worse. I can't wait to wash up. You don't, I don't smell you. Yeah, you don't. That's what I got. My, you see how I got my arms clenched? <laughs> wait, no, her arms straight down like 
Cadet Kelly or some shit. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> Once I let these things wham. But you know what's funny? The other day, I was purposely saving my shower. I know that sounds dirty. <laughs> I did all this run around, but I'm a, I have to take my shower tonight. Because yeah. when I take my shower, I'm going to exfoliate and everything else. And when I was in the car with you and Imani, I had my arms <laughs> down. Do you hear me? Because I'm like, I know that I, I, I just, I know I'm not my freshest. And also, I, I had there. cumin today. And then I... Uh, <laughs> You making me nauseous? Because I should do be coming through your pores. Hey, cumin. <laughs> and what's the oh turmeric? Like <laughs> moving on. Uh, Will and Jada sat down pretty much to actually talk about the situation, mm-hmm. and Jada was just clearing it up and saying that listen, nobody needed permission to date me because I don't. I'm not owned by anyone. Also, y'all better than me. <laughs> Very solid point on Jada's end, though. Because, like, this is how... I'll get mine. It's like, well, Will was okay with it. Like, we talked about it. And, like, that, she's not a she's not nobody property. Yeah, and also, like, um, Jada was saying she thinks that he said it because he didn't want to seem like a homewrecker. Yeah. So he was, like, um, basically lying to <laughs> clear the airways. Yeah. He told a little white lie. Yeah, and Jada went on to say how they got entangled, and Re- Will was like, you was in a relationship. Yeah, what the fuck? I said that. That was my favorite. That's how you know it was real. She's like, that's what I said. He's like, no, you're saying entangled. She's like, okay, we well, yeah, I got into a relationship, but it was while they were separated. Will said he was done with her ass. Whatever the case, right? What the real tea for me was, was people getting online, just one, men being furious Men were furious. Now they was like, "That's exactly why we killed." Somebody said that. They what? said, "Now I see why men kill their women." Some men actually said that. Are you kidding me? You yep. that somebody somebody um I one of my um mutuals had retweeted. I don't know what the fuck goes on in South Africa, but every time I see a man seeing something violently misogynistic, they are always connected to <laughs> South Africa. Or, and a lot of the we women... We got a lot of listeners in South Africa, and y'all. A lot Let of us women, know if y'all be feeling that. And a too. lot of women complain about it. Like, there is a thing. I mean, not saying that none, like, men everywhere, but, exactly, like, it's, but like it's like extreme. It's, it's extreme. very extreme. And he said, I see exactly why men are killed their wives. And I was talking to a guy and he was like, Jada gave up Will's this. Jada gave up Will's that. And I'm like, why do y'all think that your wives are your property and what a woman who you were some at some point, you know, affiliated with does is now uh, a dig on you. And that's what people think. People think because of what Jada did now, Will Smith is hurt by it. He he is attacked. And I'm like, let's just talk about one, how these niggas cheat on women every motherfucking day. Not separations, not entangled. Niggas Literally be just at go, baby showers texting other bitches. Huh? We, we, we're, listen, niggas will literally start another family. Posting wedding back. pictures. Let's talk about it. You know firsthand. Or how many of these celebrities have just came out and been like, yeah, I cheated. And what do we do? We be like, wow. But look, if they worked it out, that's on them. So Will and Jada have worked it out and that's on them. So it's like, why is it now we all have all these two cents in it? It's because Jada is being, she might be, but Jada is the messy one. Quote, unquote. Also, let's normalize, I hate saying that term, but let's normalize 
minding your business and not jumping to other people's conclusions. Right. You jump into any, like, first of all, nobody knows the dynamic of their relationship. Um, so you don't know how they function. And everybody talking about, oh, um, I hope Will Smith's mental health is okay. Like, he, first of all, besides all that, literally black people are being murdered by the police. Maybe Hello. that's weighing heavy on him. Hello. There's a, the violence in um his hometown of Philadelphia um, is um you know out of health hand. Crisis. It's a global health like you know pandemic. Shane you know, Dawson said those comments about his those comments daughter. About his daughter have resurfaced. Yeah, nobody knows like when things will get back to normal. This is a new normal. He's an actor, you know. He doesn't know, but it's so many other things that could yeah. be weighing on a person. And also, people need to stop thinking that everybody like. Everything that breaks somebody is about relationship shit. Yes, seriously, seriously. Like one of my favorite memes is somebody was like, somebody see me crying and think it's a relationships um problems. Bitch, I need a million dollars. And I'm like, that's very true. Huh. Like the time Please the time, don't get it up. The twisted. times I be sick as shit and upset about shit is because I need some motherfucking money. Now. Or or like I'm looking for, you know, a career change or something my like housing. Or, or, yeah, housing is a big I'm thing like my for me. AC is just like <laughs> <laughs> when I be stressed, my air conditioner be out of order. It be shit. My, my or car. I had to cancel a tattoo appointment. Like I need an shit. oil change. Like it's just so some much shit, shit like going that. On. So he probably also he don't really. They don't really discuss their personal life like that. Like so he probably was like having to deal with this bullshit. Like you know, don't want to you yeah. know address it, feeling like they have to address it. And also, I don't like like people really need to be careful. The labels they throw out on people, because especially now, when you throw out certain labels with people, that shit sticks. And people label it, excuse me, Jada as an abuser. First of all, one of my biggest fucking pet peeves, and this is as talking as somebody who gets fucking played by niggas. And bitches, too. (laughs) And ladies. Uh, uh, I get get played by the whole gender, binary, non-binary. I be getting played. But anyway, all people need to understand that all, in the words of Gwyneth Paltrow, all of uncouplings are not abusive. Mm -mm. Sometimes it's for the better. And if you come out of something that can possibly be a learning experience and you feel like is a personal attack on you, maybe it's something wrong with you. You need to look at, there are so many, like I said before like somebody that um it was a moment where I had liked this boy a lot and um he you know flipped he wanted to be friends a benefit no he made it seem like he was looking for a relationship then he flipped the script and was like oh actually I'm not I just want to you know have fun right now and you know that kind of upset me but looking back I'm like you know we would have never the only thing I liked about him was he was tall and he was dark-skinned at the end Mm -hmm. of the day but we would have never, you know, worked out. And I never was like, I was, of course, I, you know, I, I talk shit or whatever, but I didn't block him or anything like that. I wasn't like, you know, I didn't lash out at him or whatever. And then recently I saw that he had something that I wanted. He, a baby. But then he might talk me down. It was like, well, you don't want that right now. Eventually you do. And I didn't like try to bring up the old shit. Like, yeah, like, you know, he was very toxic to me and he, you know, that was very manipulative and stuff. What he did. I mean, 
it could be misconstrued as manipulative or somebody just being the fuck stupid, you know? Or not ready or just, in their or own honestly, zone. Or honestly not ready. Honestly, I, we would have never, you know? It, never. It, it wouldn't have been beneficial for either one of us. No. And um, not even for fun. So people need to stop saying that, like... Everything's toxic. Exactly. It's not toxic. Like, for instance, I always talk, like, you know, all the stuff, you know, my my ex cheating on me like really really upset me and there was some things that he like you know as a maybe questionable but at the very core you know if it wasn't for his upbringing he could definitely have been a good person Mm. and was never abusive towards me never um the only that's why I was so shocked when everything happened because uh, I had never seen signs of him being like a malicious person, just like somebody that was a very hurt person. And you know, the, you know, the saying hurt Hurt people, people hurt hurt. people. So I would never, I would say a lot of things about him, but I would never say that like, Oh, this was abusive. This person was manipulated. Like, you know, fucked up, just a broken person. So I feel like people really need to stop with that narrative. Like I saw somebody made a fucking YouTube on how Jada, Pinkin is manipulative. Just because she used um, bring around a word, rosy words don't mean that she's manipulative. Just say, and also, everybody claiming they hate men, why the fuck are y'all on August Alcina dick trying to, like, take up for him? This is a bitter-ass nigga, and he is somebody that I fucking, everybody fucking know I hate a bitch-ass nigga <laughs> that fucking run their mouth and talk and gossip and, and not even tell like the whole that. truth and because- not even tell the whole truth. You're just mad as shit that everything, you know, didn't go as you wanted. But Jada made it like he left her pretty much. Exactly. And so he stopped talking to her. Then he made a song uh, and the person's name was Jada's middle name, which I think is Corinne or something like that. Yeah. And then he was like, oh no, that's not about Jada. Then to promote his album, he put their dirty business out there. When it's like you could have just spoke to her, but you were so mad that her and her husband worked it out. Exactly. That, but you couldn't keep it to yourself either. You was a bitch. And, and, I, and like, on God, if I have a son, I pray to God he don't end up like you niggas. You niggas are different. You yeah. niggas are very spooky. much. Remember? It, it's very fucking spooky out here. You niggas are bitch made and it's weird as shit. And then for him to, first of all, all Kiki Palmer did would say, oh, no, he was never my man. Like, somebody said, I didn't see the original tweet because it was deleted, so I guess somebody didn't see you. There was a picture of them two together. Yeah, and she was like, he was never my man. And then him going... He's like, yeah, I never was your man. And it's you like, could never Whoa. have me or whatever, something like that. Like, you want to be a housewife so bad. Yes. You want to peach so bad, And I get it. I get your health is in shambles, but that don't mean you get to just verbally come at Kiki Palmer because you put your business out there to be, you wanted to be the victim. And now you just look like the person that you look like the fix that got their relationship back together. I feel like the number one thing I gained from this is that don't be nobody's August Alcina. Don't. Exactly because it happens. Be it. And, and I've been that. Oh boy, yeah. oh boy, have no. I been August? I've yeah. always been the person to help people heal, and then they go back to whoever they want to go with, mm-hmm. and then they are happy. The Will and the Jade are happy. Mm-hmm. I'm always trying to nurse somebody back, and don't be that person. And I, when I stopped, I, I feel like I've 
gotten more respect Mm -hmm. because it's like, oh, what's that you got behind you? Is that baggage? You want to be the bag lady? You're going to need to be that with somebody else Mm -hmm. because I don't deserve that because guess what? I come to the plate with nothing besides basic flaws. So I'm like, no, we're not not doing that. I just hate because like, yeah, he was younger than her, but I hate also like a lot of people on social media do this, um, try to make people like in their early 20s, like around 23, 24 to seem like they're Clueless. Infants. Yeah. Like, for instance, like, if uh, me, somebody 28, is, like, dealing with somebody that's 25 or something, people make it seem like it's, like, something weird about that or, like, the fact that, like, this person that's 25 is not in control or have no fucking mobility. <laughs> like, they are fucking learning how to walk like a toddler and they wearing a diaper. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong yeah, with y'all? You, it's just like this 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 quickness to make people seem like creeps. Because on like some it. shit, when I was younger, I was shady as shit. The stuff that I did, yeah, I'm surprised nobody fucking smacked the shit out of me. <laughs> so, I just want people to stop projecting on other people. Just because somebody hurt you in this way don't mean that it was the same. This nigga is bitter. He's bitter as shit. He's very bitter. He's very much bitter. And, and also, did. nobody knows, the, like I said, nobody knows the dynamic of the relationship. And you don't know what Will Smith did. He did something. Because I remember, um, and I ignored it, because I'm like, first of all, that's not my business. And I'm like, I want to see Will Smith how I see him. Mm-hmm. And there has been whispers about him having somebody. Yeah. So, and the fact that she felt so comfortable when they split up to, you know, get in a relationship with somebody. And he was like, I was done with your ass. Yeah. But I tell people this. If you want to get married and your idea of it is just as peaches and cream, a life partnership, this is some truth I had to come to. I had to come to grips with this truth very recently. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It may not look like both of y'all stepping out, but honestly, when you spend, you're supposed to spend a lifetime with people. When you got a shit is going to get messy. It may not be messy in this way, but it could be somebody's mental health or physical health going down the drain. Mm-hmm. It could be somebody losing money and becoming a different person. It could be somebody gaining weight and becoming a different person. It could be somebody changing career fields and becoming a different person. So many different things can happen. So who you fell in love with 20 years ago, it's going to be different. So we do need to, like I was talking to my girlfriend earlier, we need to normalize uh, and be more transparent parent about how messy marriage is everyone has a messy marriage yet everyone tries to make their marriage out to be this perfect thing until you start to dig and you're like wow the more people just let us know lead with the fact that it's messy then when we're younger we're not picturing this perfect perfect life and saying well my aunt had it well my this no they didn't and also uncle junior and aunt jackie was going to fuck through it and you had no clue period i forgot what i was about to say but in conclusion, stop being the fuck weird. Yeah, and stop telling your business because it could backfire. I'm like, stop telling your business. I'm going to go right on Twitter after this and be like, yo, y'all, guess what? I'm dealing with this one guy. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, you don't stop dropping names. You yeah, can talk like, about situations because can't nobody really pin that timeline and nothing like that. But when people start talking like the, the nitty gritty, it's like, That was right. so, like... That is, like, my number one pet peeve. Like, a talking-ass nigga. That shit 
burns me the fuck. Yes, because it's like, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you want to go to the hair salon and kiki so fucking bad. And, but it's, just, it's also like marinated in some hate for women, too. It like, is. <laughs> like, you niggas are so misogynistic but want to be up in our business. Which so one is it? Both. Both. You want to run with the girls or you want to hate on the girls? Per. So, you guys may have noticed that we took out breakups and break-ins, um, and we're that's intentional. So, what we're doing is trying to make tea time still about pop culture because we get to do what we're doing now, use celebrities and what's going on in their life to either celebrate their achievements or to magnify uh, things how it can relate to us and what we would do when we're in a situation, time where we have been in that situation, all to just inspire, honestly, to inspire and instigate conversations. That's all we want to do. We don't want to be just plain old gossipers. Uh, that's something I will always feel guilty about. Um, so we want to still do tea time, but we don't want to be as like, girl, let me tell you about this mess, because that's not us. Yeah. So we're just kind of using celebrity uh, topics to guide some bigger conversations, and we're getting rid of breakups and break-ins, because again, that's very gossipy. If we want to share good news about who who's getting together, that's fine, but it, it shouldn't be an obligation to be like, well, guess who broke up this week, girl? It's just, it's great. Growth. That's all it is. So that's what we're doing. Um, if you notice it, and I'm sure like a lot of our listeners are gonna love that because we hear so much about people loving like common senses in the second place. And I think it's because it it's just opportunities to talk. Yeah, about also the like real shit. We are getting tired of like just talking about celebrities. So. Yeah, who cares? Like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes you just wanna talk about movies and sometimes you wanna talk about characters and shows and memoirs, and that's just how we're gonna do it and let this be a little bit looser. Um, so let's move on into the second place. That's staying the same. So this week we're just gonna we're not gonna give too much time to these people because like clowns shouldn't get that much attention. But uh this week first up is Talib. Talib sorry, the last thing you sent me just popped up and I was trying to go. <laughs> to- <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so um this shit was going on for, I want to say, I, for real, for real, for like it was 72 hours. Um, It was like the equivalent of, uh, what the fuck is that movie, 127 hours with uh, James Franco. But it was just a nigga being a bitch on Twitter. But what's fucking new? <laughs> um, So there was somebody made a tweet. It was like, almost all of these rappers have light-skinned wives. And it was like, Ice Cube, um... Uh, some other rappers, um, and then Talib Kweli was one of the rappers. Well, of course, the the most washed up nigger replied to the tweet. He mm-hmm. saw it because he's washed up and has nothing else to do. And it said almost all of these, not all, almost all. Mm-hmm. Somebody retweeted it and said, yeah, somebody tweeted it and said almost all these niggas have light skin rappers. Um, because the list said, oh, I'm sorry, wh- the list said like all these. Men have, like, black wives. I think that's what it was. And then um, the girl retweeted it and said, almost, almost all, all of them have, have light-skinned wives. wives. So then Talib Kweli saw it, and instead of saying something to the original poster, which would have still been equally as fucking stupid, he decides to attack the girl. <laughs> Her name is... Cause she um she followed I didn't even, I was def- it was so funny because I was defending the fuck out of her and I didn't even realize she followed me. Um, her name is Maya Maya Angelique. Um, 
on uh and her handle is money maya um so he was coming at her for 72 hours just going back and forth um looking at her old tweets she like made a tweet last year said something about um she needed light-skinned nigga something and like basically trying to be like this you yeah. Um. And she's like, yeah, like, uh, said that or whatever. And he had like some other fucking losers try to um, uh, chime in on it. So I had oh this it was five days ago, and so what? Okay, so the the names of the rappers when it, it was like she, it said Jay Z, Papoose, Chance the Rapper, Bun B, Two Chains, Gucci Man, Ice T, blah blah blah. And the crazy thing is Tyler Kali's name was at the bottom and she said literally almost all of them are married to licensed women but that's a conversation for another day this bitch ass nigga says let's have this conversation today are we talking about all of my relationships my children's mother as well are you only talking about the ones who think i'm who you think i'm currently in a relationship right now i mean is this any really any of your business she said this is a perfect opportunity to use your platform to talk about colorism and now and and how real it is, but instead you chose to come for me when I never even mentioned your name. Do better. This nigga was flying off the fucking handles, sending other fucking dumbass hotep niggas to harass her. And when um somebody said something to his people were saying stuff to his wife, like, yo, get your fucking husband or whatever. She was like, he's a debater. Um, I can't um, you know. Tell him what to do. But he's or making you look like a clown and, <laughs> for being married to him. She definitely has the shoes on. And um so somebody was like, Well, since you don't want to hear it, you wanna have him harass <laughs> us. <laughs> um, first of all, one of my big this will never happen to me, but looking like a dizzy bitch that cannot control your nigga while he is out here embarrassing and no. acting like a bitch on the no. internet, that shit is weird to me. No, I can't. That shit is so fucking weird. I would be like, yo, come on now. You too old for this shit. That is. And also, like, it's just... I was so mad about it this week because it is just... All of this shit is happening where people are using black women as a punching bag. bag. Yeah. And it's so frustrating. Like, these motherfuckers that are, like, quote-unquote supposed to protect us mm-hmm. are, um, like, spewing all of this bullshit and acting like fucking church ladies mm-hmm. gossiping in the back of the pew. <laughs> um, when you see something like that, just fucking ignore it. And like she said, you could have used your platform to actually talk about colorism. And when he was saying all this shit, um, somebody um, looked up and saw that he had um, a side chick, side baby mom, mm-hmm. who was at that moment having a baby shower. Imagine you having a baby shower, carrying a baby, where as a black woman, it's highly dangerous. Mm. And this motherfucker is on Twitter arguing, clacking fucking keys, Mm -mm. arguing with a black woman. Society, where do we go wrong? It's embarrassing. Where do we go wrong? And there was this video of this girl, and she, it's because some nigga was on Instagram Live and like, talking about her hair or something. And she said, um, like, get the fuck out of, like, women's business. Like, go go to war and die or something like that. And you know what? I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. Maybe y'all need to do that. Let's do something. Get out I of our business. I am sick 
I've had it up to my fucking eyeballs up with these niggas acting like this and using black women. Everything we fucking do is up for debate. Up for debate. I can't. And also, like, instead of being like, oh, I see where you're coming from or, you know, X, Y, Z. I don't understand how that has anything to do, like, what it, like, you know, because it could have been a teaching opportunity. It definitely could have. And also, nobody else responded. No, because they were booked. That's why. Exactly. And also, um, he is so fucking stupid. She, he didn't realize it. She did not make the original post. She just retweeted and said what she said. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Fuck him. Never was a fan. Now I'm going to stay not one. Uh, Chance the Rapper is also in the second place. Like, we have tried with this man. We have because, you know, Chance is definitely, And you I know, silently, I, I always didn't like him, but I always felt like a hater because I didn't. No, I'm not, oh, he's so nice. It's, it's like the fact, it's like that he be having, he wants to do the right thing. He has a point. He want to be a good guy. But Chance the Rapper reminds me of someone that I used to date. And when I show you who it is, you were, oh, yeah, because he's somebody who just wants to be labeled as just a old, a old, a youngin' with an old head attitude. Please. With the same principles, you know what I mean? Good, good, solid, black-owned principles. But then when you really get granular. Sorry, I just saw Tyler Kweli is on Patreon. Like, that is for, uh, that's for the broke. Like, that's for us. That's why he's there. But anyway, um, I just feel like Chance the Rapper, like, he needs to, you know, stop trying to please everybody and just be as problematic as Kanye or somebody like that. Like, just fucking stand in it. Stand in the problematicness. So, pretty much, <sighs> Kanye posted a video of his, uh, for for his mom's birthday and Chance retweeted it and said, and y'all out here trying to convince me to vote for Biden? Shaking my fucking head. Very confused why that video. Maybe I didn't watch the video. Why that video made him think about Kanye being a president. By the way, Kanye, which we didn't acknowledge that bullshit, but he officially quote unquote dropped out. He never dropped in to me. But I wasn't even paying not, that shit. I didn't no pay mind. him no attention. That man needs some help. And I feel like a lot of these people claim to be his fans and they support him acting crazy instead of realizing that, okay, he's not okay. This is a sign. We don't need to support it. We need to encourage him to, you know, take care of himself and right now. And his fucking fan, like, because Kim was like, like 2020 and the flag and stuff like that. I'm like, that is so dead. Like as somebody who has like dealt with like being manic as fuck and just like out of my mind to the point where I was like, let me go to the hospital. If I had family members and friends like supporting shit that I was saying, I would be like, I would just feel so unsafe. Yeah. That is not, a, some, for somebody that's bipolar, that is not okay. To, and even to, if it was a joke, it's not the time to joke because the rest of us are not doing well. So it's exactly. like, stop playing. And you need to know when somebody that deals with mania is joking. Yeah. Which seriously. Is it's, very, it's, a thin, <laughs> it's a thin line. It's a very thin line, but it's a line. Anyway, he goes... So Chance the Rapper goes, are you pro-Biden or anti-yay and why? I'm anti-both them niggas. Let's start there. Then he goes, I get that you'll want to reply that you're just trying to get Trump out. But is this hypothetical scenario where you're replacing Trump? Can somebody um, explain why Joe Biden would be better? Because he's not 
Trump. That is the one and only reason why Joe Biden would be better. Like, that is literally it. Like, stop rubbing everyone's face in it. I feel like everybody is making it like, if you're voting for Biden, you want, you want it to, right? At, like, this this shit is so sucks. shitty. This it's is so fucking you like, terrible. Do you like, which rapist, even, rapist do I want? The Republican or the Democratic rapist? I haven't rapist. seen Biden in months. And I'm pretty sure he's out of his mind. I really yeah, don't... Yeah, because they're both... Literally, two rapists old, with dementia. Yep, two old rapist losers. That's what, we're, that's what we got against. And I'm like, people... I am a woman, and I have to possibly vote for someone just because, guess what? Believe it or not, people are so privileged. Sometimes life is about the lesser of two evils. That's what life is about sometimes. Sometimes life for me is about which bill, what, what's about to get cut off? Okay, then that's the bill I'm going to pay. <laughs> that's yeah. what this country is right now. And which, fucking What sucks. is going to, who is going to be the worst? And also... Okay, just a little forecast from me. What I'm hoping is that Joe Biden is so fucking out of his mind with Alzheimer's. And Alzheimer's not a joke, but I really think that Joe Biden is losing it. No, real shit. No, seriously. I hope that he is so, he is ruled mentally unstable. And whoever his VP is, who he thinks is going to be a black woman, who is probably way more fit, way more qualified, not saying they're less evil, but way more fit and way more qualified for this evil position, I feel like they can get it. Yeah. You know, so that's the only thing I'm hoping. If something, if Trump croaks, we'll have fucking Pence, who is way stupider and way more evil. Yeah, but say he way more evil. This He's nigga way was more talking evil. about fucking conversion camps. And this dumbass was uh, em- uh trying to pretend like he was giving empty boxes of goods. And when somebody was like, those boxes are empty, he didn't know his mic was hot. He's like, let's just do it for the cameras. So that's what he did recently. He's a sick fuck. I cannot stand... Uh, anyone there. So then, when Terry Crews start backing uh, Chance the Rapper, he tried to be like, oh man, let me get out of here. But it's like, no, see, you can't you can't shuck and jive your way out of this one, okay? You can't. You can't. You said what you it. said, big head ass like, nigga. Like I said, just because he wore a big hat and smile, he really think that <laughs> that'll enter America's heart. wanted to smack a fitted office of my head so Bad. I just want people to commit to being the being nice, um, commit to being woke, commit to being smart, and like I know it's going. I'm going to eat these words, but I feel like Trevor Noah commits to who he his public persona is. Yeah, like he commits to it. You can't be Trevor Noah and making us posting memes and doing political commentary and then going to back Kanye West the next second because now you you've lost me they, completely. Also, he is so and like I guess is he part. Of good music. Well, he's from Chicago. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Yeah, because that's you... exactly how R. Kelly got as far as he went because he was from Chicago. <laughs> you niggas, all y'all can fucking shoot and all that stuff, but as soon as a nigger fucking come out of there and they can sing or they got a cool fucking glasses, y'all lose y'all fucking mind. <laughs> fuck that. It's it's over. Because that's what it's Bill nothing. Cosby from Philly, and he could fucking die. Please. I don't give a fuck. Please. Please, 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 please. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. In conclusion, it. I fucking want to smack And I the do get. Niggas with hats have been annoying the fuck out of me. <laughs> Niggas with big hats. 
big but you know the thing is there hasn't been a single celebrity from Philly that has been off limits for us as far as constructive criticism exactly and I do understand loving celebrities from your city harder cause I, I go off for Jill Scott I really do but at the end of the day when she said what she said about Bill Cosby we talked about it and it was like no like you can yeah like you you can shut shit. the fuck up about when they say stupid stuff or cr- critically on, on Kanye bizzles I can't do it how are they salty no baby no I can't do it yes, <laughs> so let's move on into common senses cause it's getting late as fuck and we still gotta go to bed um so th- I, we want to talk about body image um, because I know a lot of people prior to all this, you know, think back to March. Oh, God, it's so triggering to think about life before this. But think back in March. We were three months into the new year. A lot of us were still on our fitness kick. 2020 is was going to be the year. We had 2020 vision. Mm-hmm. We was, like, going to be getting our bodies and stuff right. And I know Sabrina and I, we were consistent. We were going before the we were going for the podcast. I'd be checking in with Rel and them. They would be gone before. It was just a lot. I had two gym memberships. Yeah. A lot was changing for us. And then this pandemic happened and we all were just, you know, what the fuck? A lot of us stopped doing, stopped working out because home workouts aren't for everyone. Some people don't have the space. Some people don't have the equipment. Um, some people started working out more, running, doing things. Some people don't have a willpower. Power. Some people don't have willpower. Because like when you said that about home being so cozy, you know, like that shit clicked with me because I'm somebody that I like, for instance, these socks are for working out. These are for walking around. Like I'm somebody that I'm like, this is you for associate. this. For this. Yeah. And it's so hard to break that. Because like, for instance, when I get older, I would love to have a home gym, but it's a home gym. Yeah. And it's a room with the equipment yeah. and that energy from jump. Like, you've been living in this home since you were a kid. Yeah. Right? And now, in this home, we got, you're going to try, you got to try to reframe it to be a place where work out. It's like, no, I associate this home with food and cooking and my dog and my family and laying down and sleeping. And it's the same thing with working from home. Like, it's just terrible because I don't associate this space with productivity. And of course, like, I'm getting done what I need to get done, but it's been such a fucking drag. Yeah, when I had to work from home, it's, it's it's hard. Every day I sit there and I'm just like, no, this can't be real. This cannot be real. I can't. And I somehow get through another 40-hour week, but I'm just tired of it. Thank God I'm off on vacation. But, you know, a lot of people are, you know, I think body issues are being magnified because people went from having these New Year's resolutions to feeling like, oh, this is going to be another year where I let myself down. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, pause. Pause, pause, pause. Like, I had to tell my I had to remind myself why am I like why am I getting so uncomfortable when people stare at me like when I'm out and people look at me I get so uncomfortable because I'm so used to being inside and I've been so alone with my thoughts I forget that I am a physical person I forget that I am a 61 woman because I I'm not looking at mirrors. I'm not spending as much time getting myself together. No, same. I'm, I'm wearing the same clothes, and I'm just trying to get through this. Yep. So I'm not really picturing my physical body. But this is making me realize that life is about more than just who you are physically. Mm-hmm. Because 
who I am physically, of course, like my actual health and stuff is going to help me get through this. But who I am on the inside is what's going to help me get through this. Yeah, and I remember I used to see the quote that you brought up, like life is about more than like losing weight and paying bills. And like when I saw that initially, initially, and literally it was just last year, I saw that and I'm like, that's bullshit. Like it made me like kind of angry. I'm like, this is just an excuse. This is whatever. But no, like I'm thinking about it this year since I feel like how you said I'm so disconnected from my physical body because I'm just trying to get through this, Mm -hmm. trying to make sure that, you know, my head is okay. Um, I'm like, no, that shit is very true. And I said it earlier. um, For me, I don't, like, obviously I have gained some weight from, uh, you know, being in this quarantine because I have not been moving around, like, almost. Sometimes I have just, like, the only movement I have some days is just me going up and down the steps. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm and I worked in retail, so it's so I'm used to being on my feet and like moving around and barely sitting down. So it's so weird to like have that switch. Mm-hmm. But also prior to this, I was just so worked up about everything. I literally only I could barely. I had I was doing so much stuff that I barely would cook at home. I literally would just go home to go to sleep. Yeah. Like I didn't even watch TV. I didn't do anything. I literally just get like wash up, go to sleep, get dressed. Yeah. Like that's all I would was I didn't feel like I was so disconnected from like home. Yeah. Because I was always on the go. And like for me, I need to get comfortable with who I am now as like a bigger size in order to progress a progress because I have lost weight before like two times and each time I have done it I never saw myself as who I really was I always was thinking of myself as like the before picture Mm. and I um in doing that I sabotage myself because I'm like oh I would see myself I'm like oh well I have no progress so what's the use of, like, trying to maintain this? Mm. So I would just go and just, like, you know, kind of, I guess, let myself go. And recently I was looking back at pictures um, from when the last time I had lost um, a significant significant amount of weight um, in 2018 where I thought, like, oh, no, I looked this way because I was comparing myself to somebody that I was following on Instagram. And I was looking at myself, and I'm like, holy shit, I was so like I was like small like why do I keep doing this to myself Mm -hmm. and it made me realize that I have to appreciate who I am first before I because you know obviously I want to do certain stuff because of health reasons and since I am like a shorter frame person um there sometimes you know extra weight might make me feel like significantly uncomfortable um and it's never about like somebody else is always about, you know, me. Yeah. And I like, I'm somebody that I like moving around, dancing, and I don't want to be like, you know, out of breath and all that stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I'm like, you know what? I'm definitely like chilling right now. And I'm trying to, you know, get used to this person because I have to, like I said, I have to nurture who I am now in order to grow. Yeah, seriously. And like you do have to, obviously, you have to take care of your physical body. Yeah. And I do that in so many ways. But I felt like during this like quarantine, I haven't been, I have been doing things 
that have uh, been beneficial to me physically, but I've been doing it for my mental health. Mm -hmm. So, like, for example, I take really long walks with my cousins sometimes. Like, we burn so many calories according to the Nike app. Like, I take part in, like, excuse me. Ooh, I take part in little fitness challenges and stuff like that. But it's less about, like, how much weight can I lose? It's more about, like, how can I just keep myself from going absolutely insane and I know for me walking and working out works every time it's not mm -hmm. one single time where I do it and I go that I shouldn't have done that or I would have been better off just staying in the house sleep. I always feel proud of myself so that's why I've been like doing a lot of walking and stuff like that and it's like of course it will benefit me physically but when I say I have no fitness goals I have no fitness goals right now my goal right now is to get through this and to stay healthy I think that a lot of times like if you are like looking at your body you're like I'm not where I want to be I'm not where I need to be it's like trust that when you get your mind right you can pet like you can like hunker down and just get it done but right now it just may not be that time for that like sometimes in life you don't get a chance to decide what the priority is and that's what I'm learning that's because I remember true. for my 27th birthday I wrote on my status like you know I thought that last year was so so hard so I felt entitled to a better 27 because last year 26 was just so rough between like losing my job for the first time when I just got an apartment and just being out here like just hustling and I was like well God like thank you you know so much for getting me through now for 27 just make my year cute you know get me like a little boyfriend like that's you all mean, I 28? want. Well, I'm I'm 27 right now. Oh yeah. So oh, when I turned yeah, when I turned oh, 27, sorry. that's what I was I was asking for simplicity. Uh. And I didn't get simplicity. And 2020, my New Year's resolution was to get the, to be the fittest I've ever been. But things change when you have a global health crisis, when you have a, a race uh, war, when you have people attacking black women, when you have all these tragic celebrity deaths, when you have... A economic crisis. Mm -hmm. Now you get a chance to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. It may not be the priority to be body goals right now. <laughs> it may be the priority just to keep saying. And I think that we live in a world where if you are not body goals, your body is trash. And I have seen more body shaming on my timeline than ever before. And I'm starting to realize something. I make a lot of jokes about body types because I'm not a thin person, right? And I'm starting to realize that even though I'm not a, a, a thin person, I'm also not, I don't have to deal with some of the same shit that heavier people have to deal with. So a lot of times when I make jokes, it may be for me real organic because I used to be a lot bigger and I still consider myself like a thicker girl, but it don't land well for other people. And recently I have had people around me saying jokes that haven't landed well for me and made me feel weird about my body. And I'm like, fuck, is that how I came off? Mm -hmm. Like, is that how I came off? Like, for example, you know, I will always talk about people like, oh no, I can't eat that. Like, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm, you know, I'm trying to get, but sometimes in stating your goals, you're pretty much telling people that my body and your body aren't acceptable. Mm -hmm. So it's like, now I'm working on ways of being like, all right, how can I not accidentally body shame anyone? Cause mm -hmm. I, it's never my intention to be like, oh no, I'm actually trying to, you know, trying to get right for the summer. And then people are like, well, 
I'm already not right. Like, am I not right for the summer? Like, because some people just are perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, it's just, I don't know. It's about being better at that. And it's about not body shaming others. Like, again, on the internet, I have seen people talk about girls' natural titties sagging. I have seen people come for women who who gave birth in their stomach. And I'm just like, what world are we living in where we talk about people for their natural bodies? To me, that is just so sickening because I think I'm one of the few people on earth who absolutely believe that you were made exactly the way you're supposed to be. Like, and you, and, and I don't mean people who have to get like reconstructive surgery to give them things where they can be the person they want to be in their mind. For example, if like I had to get a foot reconstruction, right? Like, obviously I could say, well, God made you, you know, with these feet. No, I need to get the foot reconstruction because I need to get my shit right. <laughs> and I feel the same way about the people who have to have reconstructive surgery. That's different. But what I mean is if my titties are sagging, I believe that's how I'm supposed to look. Mm -hmm. Everybody can't have everything. If my ass isn't super fat, everybody can't have everything. If my, you know, uh, cheeks start drooping when I get older, <laughs> then that's what the fuck is natural. That's what's supposed to happen. So it's like, I personally believe that. So when I see people trying to be comfortable in their bodies and other people are throwing shade at them, no matter what that body looks like, it is it's really heartbreaking to me. But I'm sorry, especially when they have like saggy titties or like uh they gave birth because that is to me it like that's going for the jugular yeah exactly or if someone has like cellulite or like you stretch know mark. stretch mark stuff because like cellulite Grow up. especially also what people fail to realize is when you actually are like for real thick. like thick you have cellulite like i've always had cellulite no matter how small i've gotten like it'll never go away yeah and because, rolls on your back like okay yeah, like even when i worked out and stuff and like you know was my diet was restrictive as fuck i still had like you know rolls and stuff and like i was looking at like certain people for fispo and i didn't look like that and that kind of like fucked me up a little bit mm -hmm. and that was another reason why i was like oh i might as well sabotage myself because i don't look like this but like a lot of those people have had, had surgery and weren't honest about yeah. it and or um you know relied on uh like for because like, i'm somebody like i do edit my pictures but i would never alter my body yeah um because i just like i want to be honest yeah i just yeah. want to be honest i would like I and just, it also makes it feel like you're self-conscious like you don't like who you are yeah it's not about that um but and i just don't and also, I, I don't really like taking pictures like that, not because I don't think I'm, like, an attractive person, because, like, I feel like I'm not really photogenic. It literally depends on the day. And, like, who's, and me being way. a photographer. Yeah, that's very true, because you I'm always so nail it. I'm excited tomorrow. We're going to take such cute pictures. Because you always nail it. Because I, I know, like, I be knowing how I like to look, and I also know when people, yo, real quick, if you're that person who get the phone and you just take one picture... Go to hell. Like, take at yeah, least Yeah, that's 50. weird to take, me. Take that's a bunch of pictures me. of me. Come on now. And get me candid, too. Like, don't just, don't just like, you know, wait till I pose. Like, do your thing. Snap. Yeah, like, that's, snap. that's very weird to me. Yeah. Like, I would do never more. do that. Do more. Shit, it was another point. Oh, the other day, um, I was looking on Naomi Campbell's uh, page, and I noticed that her feet were, like, you know, a little mangled. And I thought to my, that made me so happy. 
Yeah, it I, did. I love seeing. It made like me too. so happy that Naomi Campbell toes was doing all different ways <laughs> because guess what? She would have worn heels and shit. It wouldn't have added up. It wouldn't have added up if she wore those shoes for her whole life and they have not one little corn or nothing. Yeah, you know, and they probably didn't have shoes in her size. Yep, and, and she was probably stuffing her feet in there because she didn't want to complain, and that's why she's like the baddest because she just was. She came up during a different time. Yeah, you know, because they used to be giving bitches with size eleven, <laughs> size six shoes. How'd you do that? I remember hearing Tyra talk about that. And I used to be in Nordstrom thinking about that. Like, maybe I should just... And I'm like, nah, I ain't going to do that because my feet already messed up now. But, um, yeah, just seeing her feet like that, I'm like, some... I find some flaws really set us free. No, It same. really, really set us free. That's it was this old I... picture of Lil' Kim and the inner part of her thigh was dark. I loved it. You ain't going to find that now <laughs> yeah, on cause, her. Because, like... I used to, that's why I love, like, Cardi B teeth so much. And, like, I, obviously I'm not mad because she got her yeah. teeth done. Because, honestly, I, like, if I would do something, I would definitely and get my teeth And her bite probably fit. was off. Like, because I know my teeth ain't in the, like, I need to get a lot of dental work right now. Yeah. And my bite is not the best. So, yeah, she probably eats food better, speaks better, everything, because her teeth are fixed. And also, I feel like if you have something that bothers you so bad and you have to get cosmetic surgery, I'm not here to to, to shame you for that. But yeah, if you decide to stand in something that makes your, like, if you decide to stand in a flaw, you shouldn't be... People shouldn't come for you for that either. Yeah, no, for that's real. just how I feel with it. I'm just like let yeah, live and somebody, let live. Essentially, that's somebody who is like has got surgery that I just look because she honest as fuck about it. Because like when people was talking about her and the way she looked at Target, and she was like, "That ain't nothing." Like I, for real, for real, I could go get life for right now. Yeah, like and that's another thing. When those did you see those pictures of her and Target? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The uproar of people. Yo, what I've realized this year. And last year, a lot of you niggas is exposing yourself for never having a bitch spend the night at your house. Yeah, because... Because the shit that shock y'all, are you kidding me? And I, I'm sorry. I know I be looking like <laughs> a fucking Loch Ness monster walking <laughs> around the house. I catch myself in the mirror and be like, what? No, Because I be bad. taking my wig off, my lashes off. My afro be matted. Sometimes I... It be flat in the back. Sometimes I be having... My um Meek Mill braids out like yep. y'all n- no makeup eyebrows unhinged and like the shit that Titties again out in like a big I ass said, crew neck t shirt looking like them franchise boys. I will not rest until you bitch ass niggas disappear. <laughs> like I feel like it is a war between me and them. I've been I feel like it's been brewing for it's a while. It's been born because this is the it's type been of 10 nigga years. that I fucking hate. And I hate, especially like, and also it's so, you, I hate when it's always men that says something and then a bitch chime in. Yeah. Like the internalized misogyny. A pick you know, me. So, yeah. A oh, I, okay. Be like, hey, yeah, why have he look like that or whatever? And yeah. it's just like, it could, it's her today. It could be you tomorrow. It These niggas be- are not your friends. <sighs> God, I cannot. I cannot believe the shit that people be free. Like when people look like when no makeup stuff, they be like, "Oh, catfish." Ugh. And I'm yeah. like, y'all never spent the night. Uh, let her have a girl spend the night at your house. They tell on themselves. 
They, they really tell on themselves. Y'all telling yourselves every day. But, you know, in conclusion, y'all, please, 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 I know it's easier said than done. And like Sabria said this earlier, like, I come off, like, as a really, really confident person, but I don't always like how I look. I do sometimes look at other people and be like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to compete with that, right? But at the end of the day, you are you for a reason, and you have to kind of find whatever you have to do to be happy with yourself. And there are things you can change, like your weight. You can change, You can put your makeup on, you can put your hair on, but the, the being happy with you part, if you're not happy with you, that's going to follow you through every weed, through every liposuction, through every this, through every that. Like, find whatever way you have to find to be happy with yourself. It may not be my way, but it's so important. It's so important that you are happy with who you are. It really is. Like, that's I just, I never look, I look at so many people and I'm like, damn, so many beautiful people. But then those same people you look at be having so many troubles and so many issues. And they don't always, they can, they can meet every societal expectation about beauty and still have it issue so it's like that's why that self-work is just so important but um yeah guys that's it that's the thoughts that's it for this week love your body um love everybody's body um we're out we're gonna go to the beach let's go to the beach each let's go to the way that was for you rex um <laughs> follow us on social media on my instagram is Imam Mate on Instagram. Uh, I said my Instagram is Imam Mate on Instagram. And my Twitter is It's Mate. You can follow Sabria at It's Frankenfem on Instagram and Frankenfem underscore on Twitter. Yes, and make sure you follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch and on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch because that's where we're going to be releasing the news about the Black Girl Give Back. We back, baby. It's going to drop and we're going to, you know, get our community some goods. I'm so excited to just go ham to, for these care packages. So that's it, y'all. Have a good one. Bye. Peace.